Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon is from Jamie Fortner, preaching from Exodus chapter 34, verse 20. It's been real easy to uh, set the house this evening with the way the weather is, knowing that there is water coming up up where we live. You know, me and Matt was talking earlier there, and uh, he made mention, you know, he said, you probably got flooding up your ways. I said, yeah, it just takes three people to flush their toilet at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And it seemed like rotten floods. Uh, but God always makes a way. Amen. And, uh, you know, all day long it wasn't a matter, it wasn't a decision I had to make whether I was coming to church, man. Amen. Rain or no rain. Yeah. And was looking forward to hearing uh, the brother preach tonight, but uh, I, Matt got the message in time, I guess, to send out the mass text to tell everybody not to come, right? <laughs> I guess some of y'all didn't get it, y'all here anyway. Uh, let's turn to Exodus chapter 34. This, uh, I read this probably uh, two weeks ago now, I guess, and it stuck with me. You know, uh, a lot of times we refer to the church as the filling station, that we go out into the world and... and, and uh, the world just drains us of what God has given us, and we come back in to get refreshed or get refilled and revived to go back out into the world. But I just want to read one verse to you in Exodus 34 20. 34 20. This is what God thinks about his house. All right, this is not my what I have to think about it, or what I have to say about it. This is what God says. Now, I do believe that, again, I want to make this statement. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. What does that mean? To give us beautiful songs and be blessed by the singing, be blessed by the testimony. But we are to enter into His courts with what, man? With praise and thanksgiving. This is what, he, what God said about it. Verse 20. But the firstling of the ass thou shalt redeem with the lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All of the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem. And none shall appear before me. What's that last word, Matt? Empty. empty. And none shall appear before me empty. <coughs> Let's pray. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we exalt you. We realize today, God, it's in you that we live. We move, we have our being. God, we ask you to give us a help, give us an unction from above, Lord Jesus. Speak to our hearts and our minds in your mighty name we pray. And amen. You may be seated tonight. Let me first grab a drink of this water already. <coughs> now, They have taken the sum, or are getting ready to take the sum, 
of the people to prepare. And, and there, there, there are all of the males, God said, are mine. And he said, you've got to redeem them. And he said, when you redeem them, uh, he said, none is to come to my house empty. Amen. Now, again, I, I, on over in the book of Leviticus, you'll find that God establishes three different feasts uh, for all the males to appear before him. And when he establishes them and he sets them all up and he gets them all set up, he said that none shall appear before me empty. Yep. I want to ask this question tonight. What did you bring? Yeah. Amen. What did you bring? Amen. Now, I understand, all right? Now, God made a way, all right? Now, I, I realize today that not all of us today are spiritual giants. Now, I'm not saying that I'm one. Amen? What I'm saying is tonight that we all have needs. We all have burdens. But here's what I found out. Uh, there was a young lady that I'm friends with from Man, West Virginia this week. She uh, Actually, a couple days ago, she asked this question. She said, what do you guys on here do to battle depression? <coughs> I had two answers. Number one, I read this right here. Because all my hope yeah. is in Jesus. Amen. And this is Jesus, yeah. right? Amen. Number two, I worship. Amen. And, and, and uh, well, you know, this, this was reply that come back, and I'm not downing her because we're all guilty. We are all guilty. We think that the only time or the only time we really set aside sometimes seems like to worship God and sometimes we don't do a very good job of it is here. If you never worship God outside the doors of this church, you're going to live a weak, defeated life. You say, preacher, why would you say that? Because I have lived it. Yeah, amen. Amen. I know from experience that, Lord Beth, when my praise, when my time alone with God dwindles and I don't make that time, that I, I feel like I'm so busy that I don't have time, amen, listen, to uh, come to him with praise and thanksgiving. I said, you can worship God in your car. Some of the best worship services I ever been was riding up down the road. Amen. I mean, I've shed tears. I've cried hallelujah. I've lifted my hand and some, you know, somebody behind me or somebody driving beside of me might have thought I was crazy, Matt. But you know what? Me and Jesus was having a good time. Amen. Now, uh, I want to say this. When we come into this house today, we're to come, amen, listen, to bring a praise to glorify Him Amen. or to bring a testimony that glorifies Him or to bring a song. If God has given you the ability to sing, you should bring a song to glorify Him. Amen. Maybe it's leading the service. Maybe it's preaching or maybe it's teaching. Whatever God has given you, you're to kind of give it back to Him. Amen. As they're setting up the, 
to get ready to build the tabernacle there in the wilderness. We're talking about a million, million and a half slaves, maybe two million possibly, that had just came up out of Egypt and had, had been there uh, in the wilderness for about a year now. And God has given Moses the plans. And God said, uh, uh, Moses, you tell the people that all are of a willing heart. Let them bring of different, and he names off gold and silver and brass and uh, scarlet and blue and purple and all these other things. And uh, you, uh, iron, bring it all in. And I've set two guys apart. I, I put it in their heart, the knowledge for them to uh, do what needs to be done. But you tell the people to bring in what they want to give God. You know what happened? The fellows that were gathering all the material in came to Moses and said, Moses, we've got way more than enough stuff than what we need. Tell them to stop bringing. Because daily, somebody would come. Maybe they come yesterday. They come. Why did they do that? Number one, they love God. Number two, my question is, where did, where did all these slaves come up with all this? Let me tell you where they come up with it. You see, God paid them for the 400 years. <laughs> they, he did, listen, he, they didn't come out of Egypt. They, listen, they might have went down to Egypt yeah. empty, but they didn't come out of there. Amen. God gave them their payday, brother. The enemy oppressed them for 400 years. What are you saying tonight, preacher? You may feel like you've been in Egypt in bondage. I want you to know that God's going to bring you out, and when he brings you out, he'll bring you out with a high hand. You may say, preacher, tonight I don't feel like praising God. And I understand that. I have been there. There are burdens that bring us down that we don't feel like. And here's what I know. When you're in that kind of situation, it's up for your brothers and sisters to pray a wall of prayer around you to cover you with prayer. Remember the song of McCamey's, I need a wall of prayer around me. We need that walls of prayer to shelter us. Because here's what I know. We walk by faith, not by sight, right? So sometimes we, our faith gets weak. Sometimes it feels like that God is a gazillion miles away. Not a million, a gazillion. If that's, that's a number, I don't know if it is or not. You know, the thing is that up in Green Bank, West Virginia, I've drove by it. Man, they got a telescope up yonder that, that is huge. Here's what I know. They can't find God in that thing. Amen. But yet when I call, he answers. Amen. When I praise, he comes. You want, you, want to know, you, want, you want to feel God? You say, God, I need you. To, I need to know that you're real. Let me tell you how to do that. The fastest way to know, to, to, to find out, start praising him. Because here's what the scripture says. He inhabits the praise of his people. What that word inhabit means is that's where he lives at. 
So if you're praising God, amen, God will manifest himself. And that word manifest is not a big theological term. It just simply means he'll make himself known to you. Please don't think I'm trying to get all holy by using the word manifest. God will make it real. But you've got to give something. Right? Give. And it shall be what? Given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. Listen, brother. One thing I know for sure, you can't outgive God. You cannot praise him so much that he's going to say, well, now you're going to have to back off. We kind of hinted around it uh, on our lesson in Sunday school the other day. And again, I made the statement, it's one of my favorite stories in all the Word of God. The enemy, they come to the enemy. God says, don't fear, the battle's not yours, it's mine. They, they come together, they, they put the singers out front, and they uh, begin to go for singing and praising and worshiping God, and then God runs out in front of them and destroys them. I wonder what would have happened, Lord Beth, had they been silent. If that is just praised from their heart, you know, inside, prayed for, you know, Lord God help us, Lord God help us. No. Here's what I know. I'm a winner either way. If I'm driving down the road and I, you know, I... I don't know what it is the last few weeks, but I don't know how many times I've been driving down the road and look and somebody's coming around the curve on my side. I looked at Paul the other day. I said, he can have the rest of it. I just want enough to get through. I drove, I had to go down and do an estimate way back down, uh, uh, back down in Amish country. It probably was in Lawrence County. If I wasn't, I was really close. Back down, there's no cell phone signal down in through there, all right? But I was going down through all them curves, and not once that day, but twice, I had to say, hey, you listen, let me have my share. People not paying attention. If I leave this world tomorrow, don't weep for me. God's been good to me. Man, look at me. I, I ain't starving with hunger, right? I got everything that I need and most everything that I want. You know, probably the things that I don't have that I'll probably want, probably are amiss, things that I really don't need. I could get by without, right? We spend too much time trying to get things that we really don't need instead of seeking the things that we need. Let me tell you what we need as a church. We need, number one, a burden for the lost. We need a vision, an open vision. Right? Right. What does it mean to have an open vision? That means your eyes are wide open, but you can see it happening even though it's not. That's an open vision. Well, you know, preacher, the days we're living in, you, you can't build a church. You can't have a revival and get people saved. You can't, you can't do this and you can't do that. You can't, you can't build the youth group. 
And unless you go out and you bring things to the world in the church, you just can't get people. I'm going to tell you something. Nothing out there in the world will ever save anybody. Amen. Not one thing. There's only one thing that's going to save our friends, our loved ones, our neighbors, our family. Amen. That's the preaching of Jesus Christ. Preaching. The Bible said the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us that are saved, it is the power of God unto salvation. The only way we can win is preach Jesus. Amen. Praise Jesus. Exalt him. Amen. What did you bring? Why did you come to church tonight? Amen. Well, you know, I felt, just felt like I was obligated. But it's my desire. Yeah. Amen. And again, I, there are times, I, I'm not going to lie, there are times, amen, the old flesh is like, you know, you know it'll be all right. Yeah. God will understand. Here's what I know. You said the only place I serve God. This ain't the only place I meet God. I meet, listen, you can meet, you can worship God ev everywhere. Amen. This is probably one of the best. Amen. Why? Because I get to do it with you. Amen. Little girl come over there, and I know she couldn't stand there and hold that guitar. I said, you want to sit down up here? And I picked her up and sat her down. And then she had to, and I tried to show her, turn that guitar around and play, play it this way. Why? I want to encourage her. Because some of these days, if the Lord doesn't come rapture the church, I'm not, I don't like the word tarry. He's not going to tarry. There's a day, there's an hour that's marked on God the Father's calendar. And when that last second ticks, go get them, boy. And we're gone. But until then, we've got to prepare for the next generation to carry on Addison Free Will Baptist Church and the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. So you say, preacher, I don't have much to give. Well, you know what? I, I read in the Bible where there's a little widow, she had two mites. And she gave it to God. And God said, she gave more than anybody. You see, all God wants today, you hear me today, God don't want your money. God don't want your house. God don't want your car. He, God don't want, right? He wants you. If he's got you, he's got the rest of it. If he's got you. The old timers where I come from used to say it like this. The old Indian came up. And he laid his tomahawk on the altar. That's all we got, Lord. Finally he realized that wasn't enough. Laid his bow on the altar. That's all we got, Lord. Wasn't enough. Laid his horse on the altar. That's all we got, Lord. Finally he cleared everything off on, else off and laid himself on the altar. Said, now, Lord, that's all we got. You see, that's all God wants from us. The Bible said, present your body as a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable. Yeah. What does the word reasonable there mean? It's, it's not hard, right. right? It's not asking too much. Your reasonable service, holy and acceptable unto God. How is our life holy? It's because it's covered by the righteousness of Jesus. Amen. 
Otherwise, we all have to go sit down in the corner and pray that God have mercy on us. But because we're redeemed, that old song was redeemed, sweet is the song. Matt, before you got saved, you didn't like to hear them old gospel songs, did you? Well, they're sweet now, ain't they? What happened, Matt? The old man died and the new man raised up. You know what, Matt? Sometimes the old man rises up and you got to kill him again. At least in my house anyway, right? What did you bring today? Make sure this Sunday, whether it be Sunday school, you know what? Some of the best services I was ever in in my life, we gathered in either for a prayer meeting or for Sunday school. And they ended up being flat out church. Sometimes the preacher preached and sometimes he didn't, but they come together and they praise God. You know what? I've seen revival break out that way. I sure did. I've seen nine people saved one Sunday morning and revival broke out. Why did did that? How did that happen? People were praying. People were praying. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous gets by. No, it availeth much. It's, there's power in prayer. You know, I can't find where anybody paid God off to bribe him. But I can find where people prayed. What does the word what does it mean to pray? In other words, they petitioned God. Amen. That's what we do when we pray. We petition God to move on the situation. And here's what I know. Remember the lady? She come to him and she said, Lord, would you please or come to the judge, would you please avenge me? Yeah. And he wouldn't. Would you please? And she worried him to death and finally he said, Okay. <laughs> right? He got taught, said, unless she aggravates, I'm going to put it in today's term. Man, she's aggravating me to death. I had to do something. (laughs) How long has it been since you got on God's life's nerve? (laughs) And he had to move. You'll not get on God's life's nerve. Here's what I know. Just like I said when I started, it's his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. But we have... Not because we ask not. Here's the scripture, and I'm going to close with this. He said, if any two on earth would agree as touching one thing, it, shall be, it might be given. No, it shall be given even as they ask. That's powerful. That's powerful. If two agree, you know what? You need to find you somebody and say, listen, what do you want God to do? And let's agree together. Amen. Here's what I want God to do in my life. And you agree with me and I will agree with you and we're going to stand together and we're going to holler boo it to devil in the name of Jesus Christ yeah. and he's going to have to flee. Amen. 
If the, devil's, if, if the devil's in charge of your house today, it is your fault. Amen. It ain't God's. Maybe, maybe we need to go back and watch the movie, The War Room. That old girl got tired of the devil one day and she come out on her porch and she said, I'm putting you on notice today, boy. Get out of my house. Get out of my marriage. Get out of my finances. Get out of my life. You are not welcome here. Listen, I, I, brother, I feel that all over today, Matt. He is not welcome in my house. He's not welcome in my health. He's not welcome in my finances, in my business, anything I got. Brother, it belongs to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I can stand up here and tell you today what God has done for me and my business. And not just, and I can tell you, it is not me. And Earl and I have had this conversation. Oh, yeah. I take no credit for how far booked out I am. It is not because I'm the greatest carpenter around here today. But it's a favor of God. When people keep calling saying, hey, I say, well, I can't get to you. Are you willing to wait? You know what? Some of them ain't, but some of them is. And the list keeps getting longer and longer. Why? He said he would supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Amen. But he also told me I had to get up and go to work. Because <laughs> yeah. if a man doesn't work, neither should he eat. And y'all can tell I like to eat. <laughs> Right? What did you bring? It's been a good service tonight. I really enjoyed the songs that the Amen. girls and the choir sang. I really enjoyed the songs. Amen. And I pray you've got something tonight that God has spoke something into your heart that stirred you. Maybe awakened a giant on the inside of you that you will give the devil notice. It stops right here. Amen. Right? The old saying is sometimes you've got to draw a line in the sand. Come on, man. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.